0: This week on Friday Night History Ogata Koan Connector a visionary doctor, a pioneering school, and a cadre of people who went on to fame. Salutations, you fantastic denizens of the internet. This is doctor Nairi A Bakalyan and you are listening to Friday Night History, your favorite historical romp with your favorite history dyke. Ogata Koan. Connector. There's a kind of person in history you might have encountered before. They're the sort of person who seems to know everyone, seems to connect lots and lots of people who you didn't realize had that connection, and thereby makes currents of influence, communication, inspiration a lot more clear. The history of late Edo period Japan has its share of people like this, so tonight, let's talk about Ogata Koan a famous Osaka-based doctor and polymath. He was born in Ashimori in modern-day Okayama Prefecture, into the samurai caste, but chose to focus his efforts on scholarship and medicine, especially Dutch medicine. Studying during the 1830s first in Edo with Japanese teachers and then in Nagasaki with a visiting Dutch physician, by 1838 he began his own career as a teacher. He set up his school, Tekijuku, juku is the suffix for school, in Osaka. Osaka, then as now, was one of Japan's major cities, but it was also a city under the direct control of the Tokugawa shogunate. This was not the shogun's capital, though. It was, however, the nearest thing to the shogun's capital in western Japan. There was a major castle there, after all. And the myriad feudal domains of Japan maintained some measure of presence there too. A primary reason for this was that this was one of the main centers of rice brokers in Japan too. So why does this matter? It matters because the wealth of the feudal domains was measured primarily in their agricultural output in rice. But you can't buy necessities with rice and nothing else, right? And a bale of rice is kind of a pain in the ass to make change out of, it, don't you think? So, the feudal domains would bring their rice to Osaka and exchange it for paper bills. Much easier to carry. Osaka brokers significantly grew their own political power this way, too. So much so that Masuya Heimon, Masuhei for short, the broker with whom the Date of Sendai domain were contracted, once bragged that Masuhei is Sendai. This meant that Osaka was a major transportation hub and a place where many people from very different places and statuses of origin had a chance of crossing paths amidst the pursuit of official or mercantile business. So it was a good place for Ogata to set up his school. And this choice of location at the crossroads of so many people from so many places is exactly why, even though his school might not necessarily be a household name, many of his students went on to very prominent roles in fields of military leadership, government, education, literature, medicine, and more. Some of Tekijuku's most notable alumni include Sano Tsunetami, Omura Masujiro, Fukuzawa Yukichi, Hashimoto Sanai, Otori Keisuke, Nagayo Sensei, Tezuka Ryousen, Mitsukuri Shuhei, Takamatsu Ryoun, and many others. Several of these names are people who have appeared in earlier installments of Friday Night History, so they might be a little bit familiar to you. We've heard about Sano recently because he went on to be a key leader in the saga domain under the leadership of Nabeshima Naomasa, in which role he later met Samuel Pelman Boyer, the topic of last week's post. Otori Keisuke was a shogunate army general and later a diplomat in the Meiji government. Takamatsu Ryo'en was a key figure in the founding of the Japan Red Cross. Fukuzawa Yukichi was a journalist, entrepreneur, and educator who founded Keio University. Tezuka Ryosen, in particular, is the ancestor of legendary manga artist Tezuka Osamu, whose manga about his ancestor's life, Hida Marinoki, included scenes in the Ogata school. I encourage you to look up each of these names and see what you can find out about them on your own. All told, quite a lot of important people in the development of Japan from the 1850s onward. Takejuku's focus was Dutch studies. Ogata was a doctor after all, but Dutch studies encompassed much more than medicine, and there was a range of topics in what we'd now call STEM that were all taught there, along with instruction in the Dutch language itself for many of the books from which Ogata taught were not translated. Not everyone who went to Tekijuku became a doctor, of course, but the education available at Tekijuku became instrumental in setting Ogata's students up for later success. But learning about that shared educational experience in what was a very small private school can help us appreciate how he, like Osaka itself, connected people. Ogata Koan's work... Extended beyond instruction, of course. He was still a practicing doctor, and some of his fame to this day is also in his work on inoculations against smallpox. Again, we've covered this in prior weeks. Nabishima Naomasa and Ogata Koan's circles had significant overlap for many years. He was also a translator of Dutch works into Japanese, and as an author of original works, including the first Japanese book on pathology, Byogaku Tsuron. If you're able to read Kanbun, the National Diet Library has a scanned copy available online. Near the end of his life, he even became an official physician to Tokugawa Iemochi, 14th shogun, as well as serving as official physician of the shogunate army's infantry barracks in Edo. Ogata's career was cut short upon his death from tuberculosis in 1863, but his impact on Japan through his students continued for many decades. Oh, and the old building of Tekijuku, the Ogata School, is still in Osaka today, but the school grew into something much bigger. It's a forerunner of today's Osaka University, which maintains an archive of documents and other materials pertaining to Tekijuku, upon which this podcast was based. I'm Nairi, and this has been a connective Friday Night History. Now, questions? Friday Night History is a weekly historical romp with me, your favorite history dyke, Dr. Nairi A. Bakalian. Our theme is Bugle Blue, written by Craig Friedrich, performed by the U.S. Army Blues, available royalty-free at pixabay.com music. This and more is made possible by listeners like you. To support this podcast and the rest of my work, sign up at patreon.com slash riversidewings. That's all for this week of Friday Night History. Next week. Japanese veterans of the American Civil War. Yeah, you heard right. A journey begins to find the true names and stories of two Japanese veterans of the American Civil War. I offer some context for the era in Japan vis-a-vis the American Civil War and some avenues for the search. Hope to see you there. And remember, who you are and what lights your fire is worth fighting for. I'll see you around.